Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Speed City with John Massengill, Les Kaiser, and Jonathan Green. Brought to you by MyPlates.com. Upgrade your license plate at MyPlates.com. It's the fastest hour on the radio. Speed City. Good evening, gearheads. Welcome to Speed City. Man, we are excited. As usual, we got a great show for you tonight. Let me run down what we got. We've got Connor Daly. To, uh, yeah, that guy? Connor Daly is going to join us live. He's going to call in about a half hour and talk about his new ride for 2017. Full-time ride for Connor Daly. We're going to have to get him some boots now, you know? Yep. I'm old Texas boys, AJ Fort and the boys. Get him to eat chicken fried steak. We'll get him all set right. I don't think you have to get him. I think he's got to put one in front of him. Uh, let's see what else we got. We got Jonathan Green is going to join us in just a few seconds because he's calling in from from China, where he um, where he was down there calling the Macau Grand Prix for his twenty third season. Last week, I think we told him uh, told everybody it was his eighteenth. This is twenty third season doing that. That's awesome. And then Les Kaiser went out to Circuit of the Americas today and interviewed some of the Cadillac boys, the chief engineer, Tony Roma, and uh, one of the other guys who from Cosworth who does the uh, the data recording uh, Bruce, system. Man, positively geeky with. Oh Bruce. man, that is that, that stuff is so cool. The, the built on built into the dash data recording that you can get nowadays it's incredible. Even has a camera in the visor to oh, video recording. Oh, it's yeah. Well, this is John Massey, we'll that's, that. that's Les Kaiser's voice, and I think we have Mr. Jonathan Green on the line from China. Mr. Green, how are you? <laughs> Turn his volume down, as yeah. usual. <laughs> I think the engineer just said, it's all the way down. <laughs> We're used to that. Hey, We're Mr. Green, that. it's Monday morning, how's the stock market over there, so I can know what to, uh, to buy and sell? Uh, absolutely. Uh, stocks in Portuguese driving uh, are up. <laughs> well, hey, man, so how was the Macau Grand Prix? I saw lots of rain on the, on. I think I was watching on Motor Trend On Demand. Like I said, I've done it 23 years, and it's got a, a rich history that goes back 63 years in total. But um, I think yesterday was probably one of the most bizarre Macau weekends for so many reasons. We had a bit of rain uh, during qualifying. Um, and for both the Formula 3 and the touring car, TCR touring cars. Um, but um, it was mainly dry for the main events. But, uh, yeah, it was typical Macau. A lot of crashes, a lot of um, delays, uh, way, way more. And each of the races probably ran, you know, way over its limited um, allotment. And so we had a lot of sitting around while we repaired fences and not a lot of racing. So the final race of the weekend, which was the Formula 3, was a doozy and a masterclass. So it was great. Well, how about Americans uh, in Macau this weekend? How did, uh, how did our boys and girls do over there? To be honest, I don't think we had... I don't, there was, I, I don't think I saw one American entry, put it that way. Are you I mean, serious? Yeah, usually we have three or four Americans in the Formula 3, uh, like we did last year with, uh, you know, uh, Santino Ferrucci and, and a few others. But we had no Americans in, in, the, in, the, in the field this year. 
which is bad news, and we've got to get on it. Yeah. Come to Macau. You know, it's funny. I was looking and watching, going, "Who's what Americans are racing?" And I thought, "No, I'm just, I'm just missing it." But uh, man, that's surprising. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, to be honest, just to give you the format, the the headline is the Formula Three, the FIA Formula Three World Cup, which is now officially a World Cup, and that's the best of Formula Three over the year. And in fact, Lance Stroll, the Canadian. Uh, as you know, has got would would have should have been here. Um, came last year, but of course has got a Formula One contract, so decided that uh, he didn't need to come to Macau, even though he was the F3 champion. Um, his runner-up uh, Maximilian Gunter did come, and his teammate uh, Nick Cassidy also came uh, from New Zealand, um, and a host of others: Japanese, British, big British contingent led by George Russell and Callum Eilat. But um, and then we had some returning heroes. We had. Um, um, Felix Rosenquist, who uh, was going for three in a row, he'd won the last two races yeah. uh, here, and he, of course, is an Indy Lights driver and DTM driver, so he was one of the favourites. And we also had uh, Daniel Juncadella, who's been coming back here many times before and has won it back in 2011. And finally, uh, I said it was a Portuguese day, Antonio Felix da Costa, who, of course, was on the dizzy way to Formula One a few years ago after winning the Macau Grand Prix in 2012. Well, he didn't make it up to Formula One. In fact, it ended up being a DTM driver, which he still is, uh, and a Formula E driver as well. And uh, he came back just for a one-off, first time he'd come back uh, after four years, um, and uh, he just blitzed it. He showed the young boys how it's done. Oh, that's awesome. Well, it was pretty cool this year because there's lots of places you could watch it. You know, I've I recently downloaded the uh, Motor Trend On Demand app, and I was watching it there. But you could also, at one point, I just clicked a link and a tweet and watched it, I think, on the FIA website. And I saw lots of places uh, streaming. I think it was all the same stream when it was live, anyway. I tell you what, you you know what Motor Trend On Demand reminds me of? Think back about 20 years to Speed Channel. I know. That's exactly Pure what it, yeah. motorsports. Uh, I'm loving what they're doing. Yeah. It's, uh, well, and, and it's interesting you say that, Les, because a lot of the guys involved are from Speed Channel. So there you go. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Huh. Yes. Yeah. Well, I guess that makes sense. Hey, uh, Jonathan, did you see your boy in NASCAR? Hey, how about that? How He's about up there that? now with the big man. Yeah. I know. Very pleased. Very, very pleased for Jimmy Johnson. You know I'm a big fan. I know you are. And uh, <laughs> you've seen you with the. You've got his number on all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah. Um, I, 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 I tell you why. I mean, you know, I'm, NASCAR is is for me a very foreign thing because I haven't seen. I've never been to a NASCAR race, but I followed NASCAR, and because I'm living in the states, I wanted to be, you know, up and running. Uh, and Jimmy just Jimmy and his um, engineer. That relationship has been second to none. It's the way. I, I love the way they go to work uh, because Jimmy's just always there, and he's done it again this year. He didn't really pull up too many trees over the season. Started well, but, you know, he, he's just always there. When it comes to a 500-mile race, you know that the top six is going to have Jimmy in it. Yeah. Are you talking about his engineer? What's his name? Chad? Is that the one? Chad, yeah. Chad. Chad uh, Nels. Knels, yes, yeah. yeah. I don't know how to pronounce Knels, it exactly, yeah. but yeah. But that co- combination um, has been superb in the way that they tactically do each and, the, and every race. That's what I think has been the, the the story of why they've had seven titles. Yeah, that uh, that kind of relationship is huge. I know for chief engineer and driver like that. But uh, well, what else we got? We got Weck wrapping up, and it was nice to see Audi win on their way out right now. That was pretty cool. 
Well, and also, um, funnily enough, I've just been talking to one of the, the big bosses at Audi, the head of Volkswagen, actually, just had breakfast with him. So there you go. That's how McCowell rolls. <laughs> um, Bernard Godmeyer um, was here for the first time, and we were talking about Audi uh, because they also wrapped up the World Cup here in the GTs. Um, so it's a big weekend for Audi because under strangest of circumstances, that's why I say it was a bizarre race. So Lauren Van Tor and Eduardo Mortara from Audi Sport with the R8 GT um, raced against the, the mighty Mercedes and Porsche with Earl Bamber, et cetera, et cetera. But again, we were we were down to a, just literally a handful of laps, four in total, before Lauren Van Tor, who was leading the race, smashed into the wall and his car flew into the air a la Dumbrecht style. Um, look it up on YouTube. Um, and went upside down, landed on its roof and slid the entire length of the tr- of the of the straight uh, upside down with the whole fi- and he was leading remember the whole field missing him and going past him as he literally sparks flying upside down wow. looking at everybody eye to eye he said it was the most frightening experience seeing all these cars and he was doing two 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 fifty when he when he turned over. 250k wow so uh yeah very very scary moment what happened was he hit the barrier and the rear wing of his audi r8 um dropped off which therefore gave him no downforce and because he was going so fast and because he's in a tunnel uh effectively because it's a street circuit all the air went underneath the front of the car and flipped him completely upside down he hit the fence like i said it was very dumb like in terms of if you saw that famous crash at le mans years ago where he ended up in the trees um so anyway, he got out the car, and, and here's the bizarre part. He was okay, a little shaken, but not stirred, and um, walked back to the pits to be declared to be declared the winner because they took the back back the uh, the laps, and he was the leader when the race was finally stopped. So um, it was kind of a bizarre end because wow. uh, it also there was a rules sort of sanctuary because in, in the UK, if you cause the red in, in a lot of series, if you cause the red flag, you are automatically um, deleted from the result, but not in this particular instance in terms of the rules for this race. So he was able, therefore, to get on the top of the podium, but he stood there like as though he was not meant to be there. But that said, Audi won the World Cup and the Manufacturers World Cup. And yes, as you quite rightly point out, finished off their season in WEC with a win, which was which was a real fill-up because, as you know, they're kind of walking out away from WEC. But... Um, yeah, uh, just what they needed after a very uncompetitive year for them. Yeah, it's true, and I mean, it's. Uh, I, I wonder how much of this goes back to the emission scandal, and uh, I mean, I know that a lot of this stuff runs its course with manufacturers and WEC, and you've talked about that, Jonathan. But, um, but it was, you know, it was a bit emotional to see him. But you know, we, it wasn't that long ago when Audi was just dominating. I guess they've run the hybrids now for five or six years, so it was. Uh, it's sad to see him go for sure. Yeah, no question. Um, uh, it, I mean, you know, uh, it, what comes around goes around. Audi are, are taking part, for example, in the touring cars. They're very much part of uh, the CCR future, which is, you know, you can see that the Audi A3 would be a, a missile in that, and Audi aren't certainly pulling out of motor racing. Um, so, you know, I think it goes around, comes around, and, and it just, you know, they just, with the diesel, remember, <laughs> I, think, I, I think you're right. I think it has a lot to do with, uh, making up the money for the scandal that they had, and also they're trying to, you know, run wet with a diesel platform, and, and that doesn't necessarily a be competitive, given that everybody else is going electric, 
and also their cars are going electric so diesel now is sort of both uh you know a bad a black mark on them because that was what the scandal was involved in yeah true uh, emissions and also uh, obviously everybody's going towards electric cars so i think they're just going to fall in line and start producing cars that that, that fit more to their road cars yeah and, makes- and amplify what they do yeah, absolutely makes sense. And remember, and remember, Audi and the Volkswagen Group are also part of the Porsche Group. So, you know, they're racing themselves a lot of the time. Yep, absolutely. All right, Mr. Green, well, we're going to take a quick break. I know you're going to stick with us for the whole show because we got Connor Daly coming up at about 7.30 in about uh, about 15 minutes. And we're going to get to hear Les's interviews with the Cadillac boys. Man, this is some cool stuff. The CTSV and the ATSV, the, the V-Series chief engineer, he just interviewed him about a couple hours ago. Yep, yep. And uh, a couple of the other guys out there, too. So we're going to do all hey, that. Some of our audience members out there. Thanks that's y'all right, for that's getting right. out there and coming yeah, and finding me. Apparently a packed house out there for the Cadillac Absolutely. V-Series thing. All right, you listen to Speed City live from Austin, Texas. We'll be back after a quick break. The 57 Chevy, a Rembrandt painting, the little black dress. When you're a classic, you never go out of style. And now, MyPlates.com proudly announces the return of the classic black Texas license plate for the first time since 1968, featuring a cooler, timeless look and a bolder style. Visit MyPlates.com today to order this legendary classic black Texas license plate for your car or truck. Classic black is back at MyPlates.com. Precision Camera and Video is the largest camera store in Texas with over 10,000 square feet and packed with all the latest manufacturer offerings. Founded in 1976 and still owned and operated by its founders Jerry and Rosemary Sullivan, Precision Camera is committed to the finest customer experience. With hand-picked products and on-hand experts, you won't find a more helpful, knowledgeable and accommodating sales staff for quality service. Come see for yourself Precision Camera and Video, 2438 West Anderson Lane. As a rider, you know what you like. The power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know what keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in Dan Easy leathers, the best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. Ducati. Even take it for a test ride or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin. Online at MotoAustin.com. Not everyone enjoys the specialty car selling process. If you've got a classic car or a sports car you want to sell, but you don't know where to start, or maybe you don't want to deal with the hassle of test drives, then let Mosin Motor Cars take care of the make-ready process for selling your car. The experts at Mosin Motor Cars take the pain away. Leave it to their high-quality expertise to prepare your car for sale, put it on display, meet the buyers, and handle all the paperwork. And that's just one more way to drive yourself happy at MosinMotorCars.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Roger Hayden, Factory Oceaneer Suzuki. This is Speed City. Welcome back to Speed City. I wonder what Roger's getting for Christmas. That's a good, that's a that's a very interesting segue, Mr. Kaiser. Yep. Because uh, if you're a regular listener to Speed City, you know the last two or three years, at least a couple of years, if not yeah. three, we've done a, a really cool program called Gifts for Gearheads. 
and we got Black Friday coming up. We're not going to be uh, in time for that, but uh, but every Save year some money. Yeah, every year we we get a bunch of our sponsors, and they give away some really cool, like really cool stuff. I mean, we're yeah. giving track rides. At, I mean, track days at Circuit yeah, of the Americas. Yeah, go ahead. If if the list of people it it's getting bigger, even bigger than last year, and I'll tell you, uh, last year was really cool. So uh, you're right, though. We've done every we've had everything from photography classes to help you take better motorsports pictures to uh, you know tickets for races, different events around the country. We've done you know driving lessons, advanced driving lessons. You know, Colin Tra- Edwards track boot days, camp, yeah, motorcycle and yeah. car. Yeah, Colin Edwards boot camp was one of them. Uh, it's you know, oh the digital slot cars. Remember us oh, oh, checking right. those out? That was cool. They're, they're not the old slot car we played you know when we were kids, but Wow, they are cool. M- yeah, much better. So much we're going to announce all those. We're going to start the announcements on uh, next weekend's show. So tune That's in. Right. And, hey, and, and we- you know, for, for that matter, if you want to get involved and put something under the Speed City Christmas tree, reach out to us at info at speedcitybroadcast.com. Yeah, there you go. All right. So, Mr. Green, we still got you on the line there? Yep, I'm here. Hey, I wanted to talk a little Formula One. I know we got a week off here, but... Uh, I know, speaking of a week off, you were in the air last weekend, so you didn't really get to chat with us about about anything. But, uh, but Formula One, we're down to the last race, and, you know... Twelve-point difference, buddy. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, there's all, yeah. This, there's all the different scenarios about where Hamilton and Rosberg can finish, and everybody's probably seen all those to death. But um, I just wanted to ask you about, uh, really, about Haas F1. Is it just <laughs> wrapping up the year... Uh, they've just got to be ecstatic about where they are and uh, the expectations from day one. It's just I just want to get your thoughts, Jonathan, because you've been around Formula One for so many decades. You're so old that I want to get you. <laughs> I want to get your take. <laughs> uh, like, to be honest, yeah, put it. Well, I'll put the historical perspective in. No, t- no other team in the history of Formula One uh, in their first year has achieved anywhere near what um, you know. And, and then the modern era, obviously, back in the seventies and stuff. Uh, I'm sure Brabham or whatever came in and uh, was successful. But even so, they, the, 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 you know, you're talking. But those were back in the days when really the costs weren't uh, and the sophistication was not there. So to come in in the modern era against Mercedes and against Ferrari uh, and do what they've done uh, and score points. Uh, I mean, I would have said in the last five years, the teams like Saba, Mana, Marussia, um, you know, HRT, Virgin <laughs> and back and back and back, um, you know, uh, never scored anywhere near the amount of points. And Force India came in for the first time. Jordan scored a point uh, Minardi when they scored a point when the Australian uh, Grand Prix with um, Stoddard scored a point they were just ecstatic so 29 points so far and more to come maybe um, is, a, is a phenomenal achievement and I really think actually year two uh, they've had a slight j- uh, driver lineup change and I think that might help I think Kevin is still uh, young um, he's got experience from several teams now um, I think um I feel sorry for Gutierrez, but I think they've still got a very strong lineup in the two of them, and I think they'll progress. I think they'll. I think they will be vying for uh, trying to stop uh, the likes of Force India next year. Well, you know, I was out at Coda earlier. I always like to brag on that. <laughs> Wearing just, my Haas F1 cap. Just rub it in. Okay? Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, it's got Robin Grosjean's autograph, Estevan's, and Santino's. But uh, this young 
I will say absolutely young. You know, he's probably a little bit older than Jonathan. Guy comes walking up to me and he goes, I love your cap. Very huh. thick accent. And I look at it and it's Roberto Guerrero sitting there. Oh, cool. Talk about somebody with history. And he, anyways, so we were standing there talking and he said, this is fantastic. This is what the Americans need. And it's so great. What they have done is astounding. And he's just really excited. He goes, I, I love seeing someone wearing their F1 cap for Haas. Yeah, Jonathan, you ran it. Yeah. Was at the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're just hanging out, man. <laughs> Do, well, you know, he was at and Senna's teammate at the 1983 Macau Grand Prix. Now, there you are. Now, see, <laughs> if you had been there, I would have introduced you to. There you go. <laughs> and, of course, our buddy Johnny O'Connell was there. And so uh, always fun to run into Johnny and have discussions with him. But you're right. Haas F1, you know, we don't like the way the season ended. It didn't come off strong. Esteban didn't get any points. But you know what? We said this at the beginning. First year goal has to be something rational, such as getting points. And it happened. Yeah. Hey, look, we got one more race, man. You never know. Who knows? Well, Jonathan, I want to ask you something else about Formula One. There's been um, talk of new rules for 2017. And you have been uh, the most uh, accurate prognosticator going back to when you predicted Lewis Hamilton's success at, at Mercedes when he was when everyone else said he was crazy for leaving McLaren and you said uh, maybe he's going to do something special at Mercedes, a new engine and all that, and you hit that, uh, that prediction out of the park. Anything in particular for 2017 you're thinking? Well, uh, just funnily enough, uh, yeah. Uh, actually, I, I do think things are moving, and I think this, you know, this uh, liberty thing has created just that—a uh, sense of liberty and a sense of change within Formula One. Because <laughs> even though they've only brought uh, bought a, you know, a, a small percentage, they don't own it yet, uh, and there's still some sort of wranglings on monopolies and whether they can actually do what they want to do. But I think they will get through it. So I think Liberty Media are still headfast going to be running Formula One fairly soon. But now Bernie Eccleston's starting to make some uh, some interesting comments. He was quoted in the Macau paper, in the um, actually the Hong Kong paper this morning, um, speaking to German, actually speaking to the Sunday Times in the UK, saying that he would consider um, that it would be better for modern audiences and sponsors and advertisers if there were two 40-minute races separated by a gap during which the drivers could be interviewed. Really? But question not, huh. Yeah. Uh, but, but he questioned whether the sports decision makers have the courage to make the, uh, to, to make the seismic change uh, to the traditional schedule. People have much more shorter attention spans, and a lot of sports are looking for introducing shorter forms of, ga- of, ga- of games, etc., said Eccleston. Television audiences went up in Brazil. We had a long race and a very heavy rain and a couple of crashes, but that meant that we had two starts. And because of that, red flags, etc., people tuned in. And I'm with Bernie on this one because we had a similar weekend here at Macau. And while everybody was, you know, maligning the fact that they were tuning in to watch racing and all that was happening was that we all sat around on the grid, what, what was really good was that they used my co-commentator, Alan Hyde, and they sent him down on the grid uh, to sort of do the a la Will Buxton job, uh, but we had a half an hour 
So we talked to every one of the drivers about what, what their motivation was. And it was a fascinating insight in that, hey, I'm not going for the championship, so I'm just going to try and help my teammate. Hey, i got to get a start, and i got to get ahead of the two BMWs, and i got to do this. And then if I can get through this corner, then I'm just going to manage the tires. So suddenly, you've suddenly got an open book on the tactics that any commentator and any fan would love, because then you enter the race knowing, and I'm with Bernie on this one, if we could do that between the two races i think it would tell a better story and i agree with the attention span we don't have a 90 minute attention span anymore i got an idea what if you because you know this is everybody's going to go whoa this is radically different although you've seen this in motorcycles for years but what if we what if you did this just in to just to try it out in a um in one location like you know, everybody's got every track maybe has tradition whether it's a night race or uh, or whatever they are, but what if you did this just at one uh, at one circuit next year, or in eighteen, or whenever? Hey, you we know what? Do, if I'm... we can do it with a rule or a qualifying, we can do it with this. Yeah, no kidding. Well, and if we were going to do it, I would do it at Monaco or Singapore because there's every chance at one of those two street races that you'd have damage, and therefore, yeah. you would, if you had a break, you could, you know, I mean, because the other thing is, I always get upset because if you have a big pileup at the start of the race, you then have 89 minutes where possibly, like in Spain this year, the two top drivers are not in the race because they hit each other. Um, so if you had two races, you could repair them, and, which is what happens in the TCR and the touring cars here. We have a 15-minute break um, between the races, and we, I mean, James James Nash, for example, broke his suspension. He was leading the world championship for TCR here at Macau, smashed his uh, rear suspension. And I, as a typical commentator, said, well, that's it. It's all over for him. Well, little did I know, the 15-minute break, they actually managed to fix his complete rear suspension and get him out for the second race. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, so I think there's that side of it, too. Yeah, Singapore. I don't think you're going to – I think that Monaco is just so – steeped in tradition I, I don't know i mean look if you're saying it then I, it's possible but well, just, another tra- another circuit singapore like you said another news story out on uh, star tv this morning sorry the bbc world news this morning was that singapore might might not be on the calendar next year or might not have a long-term future with formula one because the crowds were down this year uh which would be devastating i think but um you know these stories come out every year with uh, a certain grand prix and we, we know from our own grand prix um you know in austin that uh, everybody says oh it's not going to happen but it does and you know uh, i think you know i, I listen with a small small amount of uh you know i take it lightly but anyway singapore's been talking about not having a grand prix oh uh, yeah well somebody asked me that here in austin they're like well, are we gonna have a race and i was like you know they just they they negotiate in public is the way i like to put it it's like why why do you have to do it this way it's like every you know next thing you know they're gonna say monaco's not gonna happen because yeah. the money or whatever so uh, I, I'm like you, Jonathan. Take it, always take it with a grain of salt. Well, hey, guys, we got to take a break. But when we come back, we've got Connor Daly live. He's going to call in and talk about his new seat, his new full-time seat next year in IndyCar with the AG14. Stick with us through the break. Listen to Speed City. Back after these messages. I am an official Texas license plate from MyPlates.com, and I'm here to say it's time to get personal, people. Tell the world who you are with a personalized plate from MyPlates.com, like me. I'm talking favorite color, favorite team, favorite charity, and, of course, favorite state, Texas. 
add your own message, and then the magic really happens. I'm the official Texas license plate from MyPlates.com, and I want to be your license plate. Go to MyPlates.com and order me today. Now that's what I'm talking about. Precision Camera and Video is the largest camera store in Texas with over 10,000 square feet and packed with all the latest manufacturer offerings. Founded in 1976 and still owned and operated by its founders Jerry and Rosemary Sullivan, Precision Camera is committed to the finest customer experience. With hand-picked products and on-hand experts, you won't find a more helpful, knowledgeable and accommodating sales staff for quality service. Come see for yourself Precision Camera and Video, 2438 West Anderson Lane. Want to drive your car at speed on Circuit of the Americas? Edge Addicts is your source for more Coda events and more Coda track time. Whether you're looking to host your own event or just be a part of the action, Edge Addicts can get you in the driver's seat and racing like a pro. All levels of drivers and all types of cars are welcome, with instructors available for first-time and novice drivers. Life is short, and adventure is around every corner. So plan your high-adrenaline experience with Edge Addicts at edgeaddicts.com. Edge Addicts, it's better when you're driving. As a rider, you know what you like. The power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know what keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in day and easy leathers. The best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. Ducati. Even take it for a test ride. Or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin. Online at DucatiAustin.com. Do one thing to protect the environment. It all starts with just one thing. Thanksgiving is the holiday that kickstarts traveling into the new year. Make your holiday travels more eco-friendly. Offset the carbon emissions of your travels by cutting down the carbon footprint. Reduce air travel and drive a more fuel-efficient vehicle, either hybrid or electric. Check the air filter and have tires fully inflated. You'll reduce carbon emissions and get better gas mileage. Have a happy, greener holiday. Find more at OneThingUS.com. That's the number one thing US.com. What's your one thing. You've made the right choice. Talk 1370. Hi, this is Magnus Walker. Greetings from downtown LA and thanks for tuning in to Speed City. Keep hustling weird and get out and drive. Pedal to the metal. <laughs> Welcome back to Speed City. Less you love that. I see that smile on your face, old Magnus Walker. I'm going to see Magnus here in a couple of weeks. So yeah, we'll get caught up, see what else is going on. We are weird in Austin, Texas. Proud uh, of it. We still got you on the line, Mr. Green from China. Oh yeah, it's pretty weird here too. It sounded like he was across the room. He ran back over to his computer. <laughs> no no telling. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, I gotta get you down my man. I'm going to Auckland next. Uh, that's right. World tour. <laughs> that's right. You got to go to Toyota. I mean, uh, to the New Zealand area to to do a do some motorsports talk out there too. Well, hey, I'm excited, man. We got our next guest, and uh, we are fired up for him because we've followed we followed Connor Daly for for many years and uh he's and he's been up and down and he's ex- he's up now because he's got a new ride for a full-time ride next next year and, like I said, and cowboy boots chicken fried steak he'll have the trifecta yeah that's right with aj Ford. well connor daly welcome back to speed city hey thanks guys appreciate it hey hey uh so where are you today are you doing some karting yeah, um, in Las Vegas currently. Uh, this 
uh, Scusa Super Nationals um, were today. Um, so uh, I, just, I had a former go kart mechanic of mine uh, ask me if I wanted to do uh, do the race, and uh, sure, why not? Good good place to kind of keep sharp and um, have a bit of fun, and uh, and 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 go to Vegas. All righty. Well, I know there were a few other names that were hanging out there, but Vegas is cool. Karting, do you want to do it? Sure, sure, Vegas. We don't <laughs> talk about it. But uh, tell us about that event. I've, I've heard it gets pretty big and actually does draw in big names like you and a few others. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. I, um, I last did it probably in 2007 or eight, um, and there was still – you know, back then it was you know, there were eighty carts in every class, and it's still the same thing. When there's just there's a ton of people. Um, you know, Michael Schumacher did it a couple of years ago. Max Verstappen, um, you know, uh, half the Formula One grid I think was doing it at one point. Um, and then this year it was me, uh, Alex Rossi, Sergio Perez uh, were in the, in the same class, um, and then. We just all, uh, you know, just kind of all out here for fun. I mean, karting is, is where we all started, so it was, uh, you know, it, it was rough on our bodies, yeah. <laughs> for sure. You guys are not, um, you but, guys are not uh, fourteen anymore, all right? <laughs> no, no, it's really, really, we are actually in extreme pain right now. But uh, we're in the car. But you're in, in Vegas, so there's every day medicinal yeah. alcohol there. I hear. <laughs> I hear that's a thing. Yeah. Hey, so uh, we got Jonathan Green on the other side of the world online. What you got to say, buddy? Well, congratulations, first of all, Connor. Brilliant stuff. Saw you at Formula One and uh, didn't know exactly what you were doing, but uh, I do now. So welcome to Texas, buddy. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You should have been here at Macau, man. It was was absolute mayhem, and all your mates were driving. I know, yeah. I really wanted to be over there, actually. I was was talking about that earlier today, and I was like, you know, I, I used to race with DaCosta, and I know Felix. I know a lot of those guys, Junkadella. Um, so it was it was cool to cool to see them back there competing in it. And uh, you know, I actually watched the start online um, live here uh, in Vegas, and then I went to sleep. So <laughs> yeah. Well, Connor, yeah, works. Uh, go ahead, go, go ahead, ahead, Jonathan. Yeah, it was a bizarre weekend, and I mean, I hope sometime you have, you get a chance to come and do the GTs here because, uh, you know, um, I think I think the GT World Cup now is is so special, and it and it involves really the best drivers in the world, and I'll put you up there with them because uh, it's it doesn't matter who you are. I mean, we Kevin Estra, Earl Bamba now, Porsche driver, you know, and of course the, the Mercedes boys, but it's come all and, and and it's come the best drivers, so it's really taking on a new look to uh, the event. It's really good. Well, heck, I want to do it in F3. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay then. That'd be fun. <laughs> hey, Connor, I got to say, uh, you know, growing up here in Texas, AJ Foyt's always been the legend to watch. And, you know, we've got a handful of motorsports legends. But knowing that you've, you know, just watched Indy 500 growing up and, and all the Indy series, I got to say, you just must be pinching yourself over getting a race for this guy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's an opportunity. I mean, I've known AJ, you know, AJ and Larry Foyt, they gave me my first shot uh, getting into an IndyCar in 2013 uh, for a test at Sebring, uh, and then they hired me to do the Indy 500. Um, obviously, the biggest, biggest moment in my life, for sure, doing my first Indy 500, and, and um, you know, for AJ, was was an awesome experience. So, you know, I've, I've been in touch with them ever since, um, always stayed close to AJ and, and Larry and um, you know, just it just came time to uh, you know all the pieces you know fell in place, um, and 
you know, we were able to work out a, a good deal. So, I mean, I'm very excited. I mean, there's 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 a lot of work to be done. You know, I'm I'm excited to get 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 back into things. Um, you know, just get back into testing, get back into the game. You know, just see what kind of uh, you know things that I can use from this year. Um, you know, already heading into next year, uh, just to be you know even more successful. You know, I uh, I know when we spoke at uh, Texas Motor Speedway here, you're carrying one of those uh, giant like auxiliary fuel can <laughs> cups from Bucky's. Are you going to get Bucky's on the side of this car now? <laughs> <laughs> well, thankfully we've got the ABC Supply Co. colors all year, so it's uh, it's that that's our our dedicated sponsor. But uh, I would love to have some sort of a personal deal with Bucky's. <laughs> <laughs> he was, folks. It was so cool because Connor was like, have you been over there? And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is like bigger than some states in the U.S., I think. Oh, yeah. Are they based in Texas? Seems predominantly down there. I know, because you can't go any – every small town in Texas has got one of those giant buckies. Well, Connor, it's so fun because, you know, I know that so many times we've run across you in in the past. It's been a little frustrating for you talking about, you know, where you're going to go, what's what sponsor you're going to try to get. I mean, how is the you've got to be, I know, excited and fired up and ready to go. But it's got to be a little bit relaxing too, knowing this is what I've got. It's a full season ahead of me. I mean, how, how, how about that part of this whole equation? Oh, I mean, it's great. I mean, th- this year, um, you know, was 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 a was a great rookie season. Uh, I, I, I'm things that we were able to do um, to finally get a full was was really nice uh, and now you know now with all that I've learned with all that we've you know we've been through um, you know I, I just I want to capitalize on that and you know the, the the key to your second year is to just use everything you learned in year one um, and sort of you know do you basically multiply whatever you did times two and just you know try and capitalize so um, you know, it's 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 going to be a challenge because everyone is trying to do the same thing, constantly improving. Um, but you know, there's a there's a new environment for me. You know, it might work better. Um, you know, I, I really uh, my car is going to be based in Indianapolis, uh, which is really exciting because we're going to get you know a lot of, a lot of good people from uh, you know from from other other areas of of the Indiana that you know are are willing to join our operation because uh, mainly the base of the base of IndyCar is in Indianapolis. So you know we'll, we'll get some good people um, from a couple other different teams and and uh, assemble a, a good group of guys and, and and go after it and see what happens. Well, that's awesome. I know it's got to be good going into the into the holidays and the off season with this uh, with knowing what you're going what you got going on. That's fantastic. Hey, what about NASCAR? Just finished up. Did you see Jimmy Johnson uh, won the championship. Yeah, yeah. I just uh we just saw that on the we it was all going on while we were racing, so uh so we just I, I saw it in the, on Twitter. Um but did he actually win the race too or who actually won the race? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he actually did. Uh Jonathan was he just telling about it. Too. Uh because they crashed, they backed up to the last complete lap and he was indeed the leader the leader before he went on his lid. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try that, please, sir. <laughs> I know, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> well, Connor Daly, we uh, really appreciate you coming on Speed City. Uh, congratulations uh, for next year, and we'll be watching you very closely and uh, really excited for you. No worries, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. It should be fun. Oh, yeah. Congrats again, buddy. Travel safe. Thanks, guys. All right. Talk to you soon. 
All right, guys. Well, let's go ahead and take another break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about Les Kaiser's ventures out at Circuit of the Americas today because he he interviewed with the Cadillac Boys, the CTSV, ATSV, the uh, interview with the chief engineer of the V series, uh, Tony Roma, and. Uh, Another interview you did with the guy from uh, from Cosworth that does the... Uh, Ooh, that one is seriously cool for, no matter whether you like Cadillacs or not, this is cool technology. Yeah, well, all of the technology. And I know, we've got some I can't even red say car that. friends out there. Yeah, that's right. A few of them were there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you listen to Speed City Live from Austin. We'll be back after a short break. plate. I'm Biff Biffington. All right, Mary Lou, for the cash, the drip, and a new car, name your license plate. Easy. My plate is ADD24. ACL, ATM, ABC, ACDC, AAA. I can't remember my plate. You should have gotten a personal Texas plate from MyPlates.com. They're so memorable. And I could have saved 40% with a five-year commitment. Be a winner and order your personalized license plate from MyPlates.com. Not everyone enjoys the specialty car selling process. If you've got a classic car or a sports car you want to sell, but you don't know where to start, or maybe you don't want to deal with the hassle of test drives, then let Mosin Motor Cars take care of the make-ready process for selling your car. The experts at Mosin Motor Cars take the pain away. Leave it to their high-quality expertise to prepare your car for sale, put it on display, meet the buyers, and handle all the paperwork. And that's just one more way to drive yourself happy at MosinMotorCars.com. Racetrack. It's where legends are born. Where only the finest machines earn their reputation for innovation and dominance. Such are the nameplates you'll find at Aston Martin of Austin, Lotus of Austin, Bentley Austin, and Rolls-Royce Motorcars. Austin exotic, iconic automobiles whose racing heritage turns everyday driving into an inspiring journey. Because you're never just along for the ride. Highway 183 north of McNeil Road. Precision Camera and Video is the largest camera store in Texas with over 10,000 square feet and packed with all the latest manufacturer offerings. Founded in 1976 and still owned and operated by its founders Jerry and Rosemary Sullivan, Precision Camera is committed to the finest customer experience. With hand-picked products and on-hand experts, you won't find a more helpful, knowledgeable and accommodating sales staff for quality service. Come see for yourself Precision Camera and Video, 2438 West Anderson Lane. On air, online, and on your smart device. Talk 1370 is the right choice. This is David Hobbs, and you're listening to Speed City. Welcome back to Speed City. Live in Austin, Texas. Mr. Kaiser spent some time out at Circuit of the Americas today, and uh, I'll have to admit... My favorite streetcars were out there in force today. The Cadillac V Series, the CTS, and the ATS. And it's going to be. There's a couple of interviews that you did, Les, that are really interesting because talking about which is faster of those two, and we're going to hear about because you know everybody says, "Ah, oh, CTS V," uh, you know, it's the uh, monster. Yeah, and you'd think it'd be hands down or something. Yeah, it's, it, it is. It was very cool, but a great day out there with the the V family. With uh, and these are actually the engineering crowd, and so uh, yeah, tell them what kind of day this is. You know? So this is one of those experience days that you can enroll in 
directly through Cadillac and the V experience. Really cool thing. So they bring a fleet of cars, both the ATSV and the CTSV, out. You get the opportunity to enroll in the class and go out, have a phenomenal time. Like I said, you're right here at the Circuit of Americas, so it's awesome at that part. And they, you know, they have professional drivers. You know, we mentioned earlier, Roberto Guerrero was there. You had Johnny O'Connell, Michael Cooper were there. Uh, you know, just those three. Plus, you got a lot of like regional racers that are there from all over the country. And it was really great because they wind up sitting next to you in one of these cars, show you what the car can do. And then y'all trade seats and they teach you how to do what they Man, just showed you. That's the way to do it. And uh, just a lot of things. And so it was neat because uh, Tony Roma is the senior engineer for the V-Series family. And it was just a uh, great fun to hear him. And, and he's one of these guys that you could talk to for hours, just hearing all the technology and things that go through it. You know, we've talked about the suspension. We've talked about the transmission in these. But we got a chance to get a little bit deeper. And, you know, this suspension that Cadillac invented, I mean, this has been 20 years now, the meteorological, or I'm not sure I'm saying it, but the bottom line is it, it is the magnetic controlled suspension where the the suspension has got a, inside the, the fluid that's in there right. is, are particles of, of a magnetic material, and then it's controlled with a computer, it's just and, and you know yeah. this this technology has revolutionized. We can fumble our way through it, or we can let him say it. exactly. How's that? <laughs> so uh, so this is senior engineer from the Cadillac V Series family. Uh, a great technical talk. Hey, we're always following the technology, and certainly we know the guys from the Pirelli World Challenge that race the Cadillacs. But uh, here we get somebody that, uh, as Jonathan would say, where's his anorak? Tony Roma is the senior engineer for the V-Series family of vehicles. Tony, welcome to Speed City. Thanks. Hey, so uh, so tell us, you know, what's going on here is amazing. I know we've got a lot of tech folks here in Austin. Uh, we've had several of the folks in talking about the suspension and things in the cars and the transmissions. Give us a little insight into both the suspension and the transmission that is different on the V-Series than, I'll say, a, a normal car. Okay, well, the suspension on the V-Series is very special. Um, it's got a, a system we call MRC. They're magneto-rheological dampers. Um, they're active shocks where we can take and create a magnetic field around a special fluid that changes viscosity. And we can, within about 200 milliseconds, so as close to instantaneous as you can get, we can go from full soft to full stiff on the dampers um, that quickly. So corner entry versus mid-corner versus corner exit, we can have three completely different feels to the vehicle. It can add stability when it needs to. When you're just cruising to work or out to dinner and you hit a pothole or something, that one individual corner can do its own thing because the computer's smart enough to know um, exactly what's going on. There's position and accelerometers on each corner. Um, the transmissions, this is our highest torque capacity GM-designed 8-speed automatic transmission. It's got a really beefy lock-up torque converter clutch. Um, there's a lot of special software is the difference between this and, I'd say, more consumer version of a similar transmission. So we have a performance algorithm shifting. We have a, a couple of other algorithms that help optimize the performance of the transmission when you're on track. So um, what I do when I drive a lap here at Circuit of the Americas would be to just leave it in sport mode or track mode or use our performance traction management, leave the car in drive, and the computer will take over and select the gear, best gear for you. It'll automatically downshift coming into the corner. 
and it does a lot of special things like if the car's all loaded up in the corner and it, you're you're coming up on an upshift the computer will sense that and realize that if it does a full pressure upshift it would upset the rear tires and the balance of the car and it, it recognizes what you're doing and so it'll actually soften the upshifts in those situations to to minimize the effect on the vehicle so there's i can go on and on about the software that's really what separates these things from regular cars hey we'd love to but uh, talk about what's going on here today so this is our v lab um we've done these for how many years have we done these now quite a few we've been here since 2009 i think yeah 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 so this is an opportunity for some of these folks are customers that own our products some of these folks are just interested in getting track time they own competitive vehicles so it's an opportunity for them to come out and experience this fabulous facility um but also to sample our cars and and it gives us an opportunity to experience what makes them special and when people see that we bring these bone stock cars out they drive the heck out of them for an entire day they don't overheat they don't do anything we're not working on them we don't have different parts on them um, I think it lends a lot of credibility to what we do and, and how we uh, take this seriously these are performance sedans and and I think most of the time people walk away pretty darn impressed with uh, what we're doing you know one of the things that I'll say I was impressed with is you've got Michael Cooper and Johnny O'Connor Connell here. We know them very well from the Parallel World Challenge Series. And uh, in talking to them, there was only about a two-tenths of a lap difference between the two. And as they highlighted, uh, it was the straightaway was uh, yeah. obviously owned by CTS, but uh, quite a bit of the rest of the track was ATS. Yeah. Uh, with that, I already heard somebody saying, how are we going to get more power out of the ATS? What would you tell somebody like that? Well, I can tell somebody like that, don't fret, we're working on that uh, back home, you know, whenever possible. And then on the aftermarket, the twin turbo V6s are really easy to squeeze more power out of if you're so inclined. Um, but yeah, they're, they're about two to three tenths different, and it is amazing because the CTS goes 10 miles an hour faster here down the front straight and down the back straight. So um, to think that it makes up for that 10 mile per hour difference on the straightaways in all the corners and, and they cross the finish line at almost exactly the same time. It's pretty impressive. Uh, both of those products are awesome. Tony, thanks for the introduction to the, the transmission a little bit more than we've heard, and, and certainly suspension. And uh, come back to Circuit Americas anytime. I will. Trust me, I love this place. Yeah, those guys, I mean, what's cool is, you know, the guys that are running the event, they've been doing that, like I said, uh, about eight or ten years now uh been coming here since coda opened and they are absolutely in love with the place they love the town you know we've heard that from everybody they love the track facility yeah and the location but uh the coolest thing is we talked we highlighted a little bit over there two tenths of a second difference between the ats yeah. and the ctsv and that's with michael cooper and johnny o'connell at the wheel but uh how do we know it was that critical there's a whole new thing of performance data recording in these it's an option on the cars and uh it, it it's astounding how far it's gotten because this is the technology that we saw around the formula one things you know when they first showed up and that was uh some of the things that just have not really been accessible in a in a reasonable cost to the consumer so uh you know bruce paraffin uh, excuse me bruce seraphin is with cosworth and uh, really gave a great little explanation of it. I want, I want to share that with you guys. 
All righty, continuing through with the technology of the Cadillac V-Series family. Bruce Serafin, we're going to talk to about some of the data collection and telemetry that's involved and mapping out the results. Bruce, welcome. Tell us about this. I've been watching your overlays and things, so tell us a little bit more about it. All right, it's pretty exciting. I'm with Cosworth, and Cosworth does the uh, the hardware and the software for the performance data re- recorder. And what really sets apart what GM and Cadillac are offering you on the on the, the V-Series is the analysis software. So the hardware is, is a phenomenal tool of being able to record your sessions uh, real-time, being, being able to go back and look at them in your car, and then what the, where the real strength comes in is when you take that data and download it into your Cosworth Toolbox software and do the full analysis, and that's what sets what GM's offering apart from everybody else by the, the full complement of analysis software, just like the race team's using, you're getting in your everyday Cadillac. Yeah, I mean, I know that's not cheap technology. Yes, it's been around for a while, but uh, previously, you know, I would see it in the race teams, and it was quite costly at that point. But now it's here in a consumer vehicle ready for daily use. Right. And, I mean, less than 10 years ago, race teams were just starting to use this kind of software. And the teams, the, the bigger dollar teams, really got a leap advantage because they were investing in this tens of thousands of dollars in analysis software. And those drivers immediately started pulling away from everybody else because you really got to learn from looking at the data. Now, you're taking the software, it's a $1,600 option on the Cadillacs, and you're using that exact same software to analyze your own data and comparing your data to other people's data. All right. So let's get local a little bit. Johnny O'Connell and Michael Cooper were out here running in ATSV and a CTSV. Tell us about where one had the upper hand versus the other on this on here at Circuit Americas. And that's great. I got a lot of questions from a lot of the guests here the last couple of days of which car is better for the track. And what you find when you look at the data is it's really what you're looking for. I mean, Mike was driving the ATSV. He got he made up the time in the curves, and Johnny was driving the CTSV, and he took the turn. He took the the straightaways. Now, what it came down to is they're on the track at different times, running their hot lap, and going back and looking at the data, they're two tenths of a second apart, running completely separate times. It just shows how really. You know, there's. It's a matter of what you want to drive. Do you want to have fun through the curves, or do you want the power of that 640 horse? Uh, that sounds great. Well, Cadillac's definitely uh, delivering opportunities for both of those. Uh, what's the future of this technology coming to the street? We uh, we actually have a roadmap for every mile year now through 2020 with General Motors of different options that are being offered. They're going to be released with each um, mile year. And the best thing is, is anybody that's got the current software is going to be able to continue to update, and they'll be able to take advantage of those things as well. Um, there's things like being able to set start different start-stop lines instead of having the same start-stops. You can use it for rallies instead of just tracks. Um, it's going to be available for Apple users, Mac users coming next year, which now is a, is a weakness that we only have for PC users, so that's coming next year. Um, and there's some things that I don't know they want to talk about, so I won't mention those right now, but every year there's, there's new things coming out that's going to make it, it's going to keep it exciting. All right, well, Bruce, thanks again. Uh, enjoyed seeing you back here at Surf of the Americas, and uh, we'll look for you next year. Yeah, it's been great being here. Good talking with you. So how cool is that? Oh my that, gosh, that is uh, crazy you, t- cool. you know, Austin's a tech town, and Cadillac is, you know, these cars are typically owned by techies. But here's the coolest thing they did for the group that is there this weekend, is they are emailing them the profiles and the data sets from Mike Connor and Johnny O'Connell. And oh, so that you can, can look at your, you can overlay each other and see where you compared where you were on the track against Johnny O'Connell, oh, the champion. Oh, that is so cool. And so, uh, you know, that's something that's really cool that's going out. Yeah, and the fact that he's saying that 
not only are they going to come out, you can use it on Mac and PC, but the fact that it's going to trickle down, and you know, obviously the next cars that are going to get these, I know the Corvette has some versions of this. Sure. I don't know if the there's Camaro quite a few does, that have but, some degree of it. Yeah. But I'll say not to this. You know, uh, we saw the Ducati Panigale R has it available as well. The mm-hmm. Superleggera also. And so the technology is getting around, but uh, you know that's a seventy thousand dollar motorcycle that's got it, and here we are with a, a street driven car, you know, maybe comparable, but it's a seventy eighty thousand yeah. dollar car. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing he said was that it's this is Tesla like in the fact that they you can upgrade your software. You know, you may have a CTSV, a, you know, a two thousand sixteen, and in two thousand eighteen you'll be able to get the latest. Uh, telemetry style software uh, without without trading up to the new car because that's something that Tesla's been doing for a long time. Very wise, and uh, you know we've got an interview with the Michelin representative, really going into some tire technology. That's pretty cool. So be sure and look for that on podcast. Yeah, that's right. We'll put that on on speedcitybroadcast Jonathan, are you all packed yet? Have you uh, have you yeah, packed your I'm socks? Pretty much and- done, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was just checking to make sure you were still there. I didn't know. Oh, I'm right here, buddy. And by the way, fantastic interview. What about that suspension, man? Uh, yeah, that's blew my head off. Yeah, this suspension from Cadillac is is there's nobody better. They've they've licensed it to Ferrari, Jonathan. If that'll tell you anything. But hey, man, I'm sorry, Jonathan. We got to go, dude. We're down to 30 seconds. Uh, thanks for calling uh, from I, Macau. Can I blow you by with two stories? Yes, sir. You got 30 seconds. Okay, here we go. McLaren are getting rid of Ron Dennis. And McLaren are getting into bed with Apple. Boom. Drop the mic and I'm out. <laughs> All right, Jonathan, we'll see you in a couple of weeks when you get back to Austin. Thanks for tuning in to Speed City tonight. Check us out on the web, speedcitybroadcast.com. Ciao, y'all. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.